Hey, hey. Hello. How's it going? It's going. What's going on with you? You know, nothing. Living life. Um, <laughs> just here in Brooklyn. Another day in the another neighborhood. Another day. Another dollar. I swear. Exactly. Uh, I How's everything with this- you? Everything is good. Um, I was looking forward to this weekend till I saw the weather forecast and it's all rain. So I was like, Stop. oh, okay, never mind. Yes, it's thunderstorming. Oh, my gosh. I feel like it hasn't rained in like I, a minute. Like I, I can't know. even tell you the last time I've seen rain. I know. I was actually thinking that. I was like, oh, yeah, New York hasn't had rain yet. And then, boom, if you look at the like whole thing for next week it's all rain i was like oh this so basically this is your fault yes it's basically my fault i'm sorry but and <laughs> on top of it i mean going into it um new york is in phase two which is great for us phase two oh yeah it's it's kind of weird like seeing so much people on the street seeing traffic when you go out and everything i'm like mm-hmm. what is this yeah the other day going to work there was traffic i was so confused i was like i usually get to work so much faster than this i mean people are really out and about um and they're hoping to enter phase three july 6th so that's exciting which i think that means more does that mean indoor dining will be available i think so i'm not sure i have to double check on it but i believe so like with 50% capacity, unless if that's what we're in now. I don't know if that's phase two. I know they're not doing outdoor dining now. Okay, then probably phase three is like indoor dining with 50% capacity. Maybe. Honestly, I'm just like, okay, I'm just going to go out and see what happens. And if something's (laughs) open, it's open. If it's not, it's not. Like my nail salon is starting to open on July 6th. So that's exciting. Oh, really? Yeah, but my barber is open. I'm so happy. I still need a book appointment. I haven't um, been to my barber in like four months. Yeah, I was just about to say, I know a lot of um, my girlfriend, she just got her hair done. She's like, I'm so excited. It's been so long. So I know hairdressers have been open. So that's really good. But if you now look at the states in the South that were always basically reopened and didn't have so many restrictions, unfortunately, they are new, the new hotspots for coronavirus so i'm just that was like living in um in brooklyn with me and then he moved down to texas like where his hometown is Mm -hmm. and now he's like he's thinking about coming back to new york because texas is skyrocketing with like all the covid um cases and everything so it goes to show like you can't get too comfortable where you are because you don't know what's going to happen next every day is kind of getting different I know. I it's know. An, I know, they like like we just said Texas is now halting their reopening and the governor just came out the New York Times reported that uh the governor of Texas ordered all bars to close today. Um the move comes a day after he paused the state's reopening amid the surge in cases and Arizona um cases are going up and I was in Arizona. Okay? But I'm happy that I left before the cases started to surge. And I'm proud to say that it's been 14 days. I avoided people at some sort. And I am COVID-free. I'm COVID-free. I have no temperature. I have no symptoms. I'm COVID-free. So, but I did take the precaution. Unless you're asymptomatic. What? Okay. Well, let's not be so negative. 
but <laughs> I have, I mean, you know, I've been flying, but I have been um, pretty safe. Like I've been wearing my mask. I'm always like hand sanitizer. I do my, like for social distancing. I just recently hugged my friends. <laughs> so <laughs> weird to say, but um, now there's the whole debate on wearing masks. I mean, Trump was just seen not wearing a mask and was like, I think at this town hall and it's, I, is there a debate really? Yeah. I mean, people are just getting, and then Biden just came out and said that if he becomes president, he's going to make an executive order to force people to wear masks out in public. Excuse me, but how are you going to do that? (laughs) Like at what force can you do that? It's crazy because now that you say it, like I have been noticing that wearing a mask is becoming very political these days. It's like, I'm like, it's weird to think about, but like, how is wearing a mask becoming political, you know? It's like, do you want to die or not? (laughs) Yeah. It's the question. It's weird. We live in a very weird country. (laughs) Yeah, we are living in the weirdest times ever. Us 90s babies are, we have seen it all. We have seen it all. We've gone through it all. I can't wait till I'm older and I'm out here going to tell people we lived through a pandemic. I mean, I'm going to hype that shit up. I promise. <laughs> 20, yeah. Just imagine telling yourself, like, telling your kids, like, one day, 2020, there's just been so much, a lot of stuff that's been happening. Crazy. I know. When you go out, do you wear a mask? Oh, yeah. I wear a mask. Especially... See, if I'm going on, like, a run or a walk, like, in an area where there's no people, I'm not going to wear a mask because, Mm -hmm. especially if I'm running, like, it's going to be hard for me to exercise with a mask. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm not endangering other people because, like, there's no one really around. But if I'm walking down the street and there's a lot of people in the neighborhood, I don't trust these people out here. So I'm going to wear a mask to not only keep myself safe, but I'm keeping them safe, too. Right. No, I can. Do you? Yeah, I do. When I'm running, not really because it's hard for me to breathe with it, but I'm avoiding people. I'm not in contact with anyone. But if I go out, whether it's go around the corner, I'm always wearing a mask. Like if I'm walking down the street and I'm just like, it's just smothering my neck, I'll pull it down. But when I pass someone, I'll pull it back up. So I'm very just aware of the people around me. I'm very cautious though around little kids and, um, um, the elderly because I I mean we've seen the stories of the little kids that have died and that just breaks my heart so when I see them yeah. I try really to avoid them at all costs I've even recently noticed that even babies in the strollers like not babies but maybe toddlers parents have begun to dress them like in masks to um, avoid any like any germ or anything yeah because I feel like it's still early on and you don't know like we were much about this virus. I, I was literally just about to say that. I was like, we really don't know a lot about the virus. Mm, that's true. So it's just best to be safe because you don't know what. Like even just recently, they added um, three new side effects. Oh really? Um, what are they? The, um, one is a runny nose. Um, which one? Is, I have to double check it, but by the end of this podcast, I'll remind you of it. What the three are. Um, but yeah, it just goes to show how much 
um, they're changing and how much we're learning each day. I know, because that's so confusing. It's like, okay, if someone has a runny nose, like, what does that mean? Before, it's like, okay, someone has a cold or allergies. Now, it's like, okay, you can be dying within the next 48 hours. So, it's just, there is no concise answer of what is coronavirus. And that's what's so frustrating. Mm-hmm. So It's kind of, it's, it's very frustrating. It's just... And then on top of it, people, you know, worried about getting coronavirus. We were talking about before how President Trump signed an exec order, an executive order freezing um, visas. Yeah. So basically it was like signed. um, It was actually signed this week, freezing visas for like certain um, foreign workers um, in the U.S. And many, many people like I think it's as many as like half a million um, foreigners won't be able to obtain jobs in the U.S. until like at least the end of the year. And it's crazy because especially like for many industries, but especially like the tech industry is going to get hit hard because it hires like thousands of people each year from India, China, and South Korea and all these years. Um, And that's every year. So now the White House is saying that, um, those jobs should go to Americans first, right. which is going to have a big, big impact on how this country operates. It really does. I So NBC wrote an article, and in, in it, it reports that the White House projects that about um, half a million American jobs will be saved or created by this executive order. And then, like you had mentioned, major tech, tech companies are disputing this claim. Um, and it's... You know, the um, president of Microsoft went to Twitter and was like, it's you're cutting our nation off from some of the world's talent and you're creating this huge uncertainty and anxiety um, because immigrants do play a big role in how this country functions. Everyone is an immigrant in their own way, whether it's someone's friends or someone in your family, like everyone has a connection to people from other countries and every, someone from other, like the other countries coming to, they have a huge impact on the United States of America. They help us function. That's true. This whole country is based off of immigrants. Yeah. Nobody, the, the, the whole theory, this is a conversation for a different <laughs> day, but <laughs> no, I, yeah. I agree. And then you have the back, I mean, I don't, I wouldn't say it's backlash. I don't think that they're correlated, but you had um, we had discussed it that the EU, the European Union, may be banning Americans from entering. And mm. we, I mean, we can't sit here and say and judge the EU from doing that because the EU and like countries in the European Union are saying we need to save our people from coronavirus and um, decrease our infection rate, which the U.S. can't argue against that because we're literally doing the same thing with freezing people's visas. Mm. So it's crazy. It's like we. How do you feel about the action like they're taking? Um, I mean, do you think it's like? Here's the thing. I I know a lot of people that wanted to travel and because who knows it's like again this is a maybe the EU doesn't know if they're yet going to implement like implement this but if they do it's really going to affect tourism in a lot of those countries like Greece and Italy Italy especially that was planning on basically paying people to travel there because they got hit so hard from coronavirus they need to rebuild their economy 
And so countries mm. in the EU that a lot of their revenue comes from tourism, this is going to hit them hard, especially coming like American tourists go to Greece, go to Mykonos, go um, to Italy, you know, so um, it's going to any if people in America that have family overseas that maybe they wanted to plan on visiting them. Mm-hmm. It's going to be hard to do that. So it's going to, and also you have to think of airlines. I mean, I know airlines already cut travel um, to there, but if they had planned on um, doing flights again, I mean, they can't. So, um, but, you know, on the other side of the spectrum, I understand how Europe wants to protect their people and not have another spike in cases. I mean, I would, America would be, a hypocrite if they went against that because look what we're doing to all the foreign visas mm. so yeah we're kind of just yeah. in a it's like everyone is against it's sad i feel like everyone's against each other and no one is um correlating or working together so it's hard it puts everyone in a weird place i mean what do you think about it um i just I don't know. I, I guess I'm kind of in the same boat as you, but at the end of the day, I feel like I kind of get them because, like, um, they're just trying to protect uh, their uh, citizens from, like, obviously uh, gaining this coronavirus and having a spike in cases. So at the end of the day, no matter what, it comes down to safety, so you can't really fault them too much with it, but it's just, I don't know. It's going to impact a lot. It is going to impact a lot. And um, it's, uh, I think that there's, we have in the U.S., we are just going through such a crazy shift. I mean, we are, we have in August, um, I mean, August kind of marks a month that's getting us closer to the election that's supposed to happen in November. We're waiting for, you know, Biden to announce his running mate who, you know, he's come out and said that, um, or like it will be a woman or should be a woman. And then, so you have president Trump and then you have Biden against each other. And I mean, look at those two candidates. They're so volatile. You don't know what the next one is going to do. Yeah, it's a crazy place for it. Um, I don't. I wonder when he's going to announce his like VP pick. Do we know that yet? Um, we have no. I know who there was. Was it Amy Klobuchar that came out and said that she wanted to step aside to not be his running mate because she wanted to give it to a woman of color, which would be awesome. Because can you imagine if he picked Michelle Obama? He would have my <laughs> vote. He would have my vote only because he picked Michelle Obama. Because I think that woman is phenomenal she is pure class and just she did so much just as first lady can you imagine what she would do as vice president yeah i don't think that would i know it won't happen but a broken <laughs> dream okay <laughs> dream well dream well i'm dreaming with you but i mean i don't know when he would announce i really don't know and then you have this book that um, John Bolton, who for people who don't know who John Bolton is, he what he is Trump's ex national security advisor. Um, he came out with this book, and um, the Trump administration tried to ban it, 
And they're like, no, no. And it's actually getting released. And I think I'm going to read it. So, Are you? I think so, Tell yeah. How it is. I will. I will. Um, let me. I know I actually just pre ordered it. Um, is it out to the public yet? Or is I it, think it um... was pre order. Okay. That. Gotcha. Gotcha. That is definitely. Yeah. I've been hearing about it. I know there was an interview, a couple interviews um, with John Bolton, but. I I want to know what's in this book because it's probably very juicy. I know. <laughs> and he literally called the president of the United States a threat to the Republic. I'm like, wow, that's so savage. <laughs> like, Man. you literally don't care. Um, that's crazy. It'll be definitely. Um, yeah. Definitely. November is going to be. A, a month to remember. This, this is whole year is going to be a year to remember. I know, I know. We're not even what seven months in, six months in, and all this stuff has already happened. Yeah. Like wow, it's just so crazy. But um, everyone, stay tuned for an update. We'll follow up with um, if the EU will be ma- banning Americans from um, coming into the country. Um, we'll further just the hot spots in the U.S. Hopefully by the time, you know, when we do our next podcast, we'll have an update. Hopefully infection rates will be down as well with hospitalizations. And, um, yeah, stay tuned. Stay tuned, everybody. And if you have any questions, just make sure you DM us on Instagram, Millennials Room Everything, and we'll be sure to address it in the next podcast. Yes, yes, yes. Bye. Bye.